Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today for a solo episode. I hope all has been well with you. I know the last time I checked in, most of you wanted to hear more from guest episodes. So I had been working on that over the course of of the first half of or the first quarter, I should say of this year to bring you more. But today I thought I would come out and and chat with you a little bit about where you're at right now and what your perspective is and outlook is of the overall healthcare system. There's no denying yet that the healthcare system is failing, that it's collapsing, that there's a lot of, of issues right now going on, especially when you think about how ERs are limiting their services, reducing days and hours to provide emergency services to the public. And while I can appreciate this from a lack of staff to uh, maintain patient safety, I also wonder if this is also creating a greater risk to patient safety, because if people can't access emergency services when they need to, then are we further adding just as the pandemic already has to the fact that people are not getting care when they need to, that we're delaying diagnoses, and that we are also creating greater risk for more complicated situations where more than perhaps one system now becomes involved in a patient's issue, unfortunately. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I I get it. But at the same time, I, I do think that ERs do need to be open. And, you know, it's it's the acuity of the situation that matters. And yeah, I, I just think that more attention needs to be brought here. And maybe all hands need to be on deck to ensure that these emergency services are provided, because it is a matter of safety or not when it comes to patients. 
so when I look at the overall landscape and perspectives and people's views that I've seen in the media, social media, there's no denying that a lot of it is cynical, that it's pessimistic, that people are, are very vocal about what's going wrong with the system, but not really offering solutions. And I think that's where I struggle is, yes, I, I do agree that there are issues going on, very complicated ones very serious ones when it comes to the system. But I guess my next question is, you know, what can we do about it right now? Okay, I don't think we can overhaul the system in a moment's time. But I also think what we're doing is we're watching it collapse. And nobody's trying to hold the building up, right? Like nobody's trying to put their arms out and and keep it up from falling. But rather, we're just we're just describing and narrating the fall. So I hope that in today's episode that you as a provider right now on the front lines can identify with the fact that you know that you can transform this outlook that might be pessimistic or cynical right now to one that is more healthful for you to one that is more optimistic for you and for me when i think of optimism i think of action i think of solutions focused solutions oriented rather than barrier focused so first and foremost what i want you to do i want you to reflect on these things in order to kind of transform that outlook to a more optimistic solutions-based one. So the first thing is to identify that there is a conflict that you are experiencing. I know that I just said that I was between my values as a clinician and you know the reasons for my practice and what I hold true to me to my beliefs about the system, right? So identifying that, yes, the system is flawed, the system is broken, the system is collapsing, I see it happening, And am I practicing in such a way that I believe that I can turn this around, right? Or that at least in my my day-to-day that I have the autonomy to do that where I can. Second, in order to help you kind of transform this, this belief into a more optimistic one, I want you to take a moment to envision what you want the future of healthcare to look like not just on the practicing side of it but also on the receiving side i think as we we as providers and i think anyone who has who who does work in the healthcare system needs to look at the future of healthcare more than anything and and kind of get into action and solutions based on what we envision as a collective um, and individually about what we want the future of the system to look like. So for instance, when I wrote communication as care back in 2019, i wrote it for the future provider I wrote it for my future healthcare, um, for myself personally, but also for my loved ones that are going through the system. That is what I wanted the future of healthcare to look like. I wanted interactions to be empowering and encouraging and solutions focused, for instance. Third, I want you to identify when we think of the the future of healthcare, it can be a bit overwhelming, right? So where do we start? Well, we start where we have control, where we do have autonomy. And I want you to identify what you can do right now, what you have the control over right now. And I think if you work more in a private practice setting, there's a lot more that you have control over when it comes to resources and when it comes to operational practices than someone like myself who works in the hospital system, public setting or someone who works in long-term care or community care, uh, where it's all publicly funded, at least in Ontario. So identifying where you have control, but what I want you to do from this standpoint then is prioritizing what you have control over based on 
what takes the minimal amount of energy from you because we have to recognize that we are all already over investing energetically, right? We're already all at risk for burnout. So recognizing where you can invest minimal amounts of energy, okay, to make these shifts and still have an impact that's high enough for you. Okay, number four, I want you to also identify your strengths. Okay, take a moment and rather than focusing on all that's going wrong, right, all of those situations where you've been self critical, right, why don't we start to focus on our strengths, because our strengths are our solutions when you think about it, and focusing on our passions, our areas of focus, you know, as clinicians, those are things that invigorate us, right? Those are the things that give us more energy is when we can focus on, on things that we're good at, as opposed to being overly critical about things that we're not good at. Don't get me wrong. Also focus on learning moments, but recognize that, you know, you do have gifts as a clinician and they do make a difference. Finally, I want you to give yourself grace because in healthcare right now, there is a mass exodus happening. There is a great resignation happening of providers who are leaving the bedside, who are leaving patient care, and who are pursuing other things. They're recognizing that their values don't align anymore. Um, and they're being true to themselves by exiting, which I totally respect. But what I want you to recognize is that you are here right now, that you are still here. You are still working in healthcare. You are still serving patients from your best heart possible. And that matters. Okay. I want you to recognize that in this greater system that everyone is so quick to say is collapsing, right? That is flawed. That's always been flawed really to some degree, but the acuity of it is getting more and more right with the, like I said, with ERs closing, for example, that you are here because you care. Okay. And that matters. The fact that you care matters. And I want you to know that in those moment to moment interactions, those patient care interactions that you have, where you're upholding patient safety above all else, and also trying to guide patients towards their goals in the process, which is not an easy thing to do right now when you are limited with resources and everything going on systematically, I want you to realize and recognize that you are having a greater impact than you realize, that it does have meaning and that it does contribute to the overall well-being of patient care and of the system. I think that it's so easy right now because there's this overlap of systematic issues and and whatnot that we can as providers take that personally, okay? And feel as if we are not having an impact, which is um, a lack of efficacy, basically, which is a component of burnout. Okay, so I want you to be mindful of that and aware of that, that we do have meaning, uh, or that our work, sorry, does have meaning that our practice does have meaning that we are still making a difference. And everything we do still adds up to the greater goal of transforming and improving healthcare. Okay, if I may, I just want you to kind of focus on those one to one interactions on the person before you and not worry about having to solve everything else. Okay. And I know I'm speaking to myself here because, um, you know, I have a podcast about, <laughs> about healthcare and, and healthcare providers, but I have to keep reminding myself that it's, it's my contribution and that I don't have all of the answers, but that my contributions and my intentions do make a difference. Okay. 
So I hope that these reflective questions or these reflective prompts guide you to changing your outlook right now into a more optimistic one and into one that is more solutions focused and one that is more collaborative with others and recognizing that you're not alone in this. Also, I want you to be aware of on Thursday, April 28th at 7pm, I do have um, an event coming up for healthcare providers. It's called Communication is Care, the community where providers are coming together. And I'm encouraging you to support one another, to hold space for one another, where we can share a situation or an event that might have happened in our practice that affected us, right? And I think on the front lines, it's really hard to have moments of processing and reflection. So I'm doing this kind of as an extra for providers who want to participate, to to share, to offer support, to listen, and to empower one another. And that's Thursday, April 28th. So that's just in a few days away. You can go to my website, jennifergeorge.co to register. It's under the engagement tab. Otherwise, if you're on Instagram, my handle's at best obsessed with Jen. You can simply go to the link in my bio and register and subscribe from there. So until we chat next time, remember to stay well, remember to stay optimistic um, and solutions focused and oriented, and remember to stay happy. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for all you continue to do. And remember that your work and your practice has meaning and it has a positive impact overall. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.